welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Time Soccer Podcast. We're back to our roots today. I did the, the original intro. After we tried to after we tried to change it up a couple of weeks. I just think I'm, I don't think I'm creative enough to think of something new every week. I don't know. Hey man, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I mean, I want to improve, you know. Hey, we, we we're we're only at episode. 29 i believe we almost reached we almost we almost might reach 30 so we got time to figure it out we're grinding we're grinding you know how it is all right today on the menu what do we got we got we're gonna talk about that uh, fa cup final we're gonna talk about some uh, europa league some champions league and also some transfer talks um transfer windows open people are making moves um lots of rumors are starting to circulate especially around the big teams so we'll go into that but uh, I want to let you have your moment because I know this is this was probably very uh, this was the best moment of the year for Arsenal fans. All right, give me your thoughts. You have the floor. I'm a block lion, you know, the main man, the main man. Man, I'm just happy because it was it was uh, it was a long season, and for us to be able to. Uh, I mean, ended in this fashion shows that uh, yes, the squad still has quality. Yes, the squad still needs work to needs work to uh, uh, I guess to reinforce the team. But uh, we have, I think, we're heading in the right direction. Um, obviously, there's the early in the season when we got Arteta. I thought that was a great, a smart move from uh, from the club. And then throughout the season, we've had a lot of ups and downs, maybe more downs and ups, and we somehow managed to still get to the in the final, um, and get the trophy. So, uh, I guess mission accomplished in a sense. But uh, we, I mean, major major credit to Aubameyang for an entire great season as always. Um, for the game specifically, I think that uh, the as the, the team itself uh, was pretty. Um, I mean, they showed out. Uh, Xhaka had a great game. I thought that the back four was pretty solid overall. So we're not going to try to get Curtis out the back four today. Uh, yeah, I thought the back four was solid. I thought that Pepe had a great game as well. Uh, he's for well, I mean, he still hasn't shown me the value, the 70 mil that we spent for him. But I um, have high hope for him for next season. Uh, now. Yes, yes, exactly. But um yeah, Obama Young man, I mean, what a player. What else can we say about him? Our best player for the past few seasons. Uh comes out clutch. Yes, he'll miss a couple times, like the one in Olymp- Olympiacos. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> I sent I sent him the video of uh Obama Young missing the Europa League uh, last minute goal chance against Olympiacos. I have to remind you that uh, I got to keep your ego in check after winning the FA Cup. Hey, man, I'm humble, bro. I'm humble. Come on now. I know it's one. That's the thing, too. Like, with all that being said, yes, we won the FA Cup. Yes, uh, it's a great thing. Yes, uh, I think the team is going upwards. However, let's not also act. Let's not also have a sense of false, a false sense of security. Like we still have a lot of things to re- to uh, address in the team. 
I don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen with Ozil. We don't know what's gonna happen with Lacazette or, or Ganduzi. And we still haven't signed Aubameyang yet. I'm hearing uh, from what the news says, it said it's it looks like it's gonna be done soon, but it hasn't been done yet. So until it's not done, we can't uh, can't believe it until it's signed. Yeah, I mean, I know he wants cash. I think I saw like 300k a week. I he earned it to be. Honest. Ah, he earned every penny of it. But you guys are able to pay for that. It's going to be tough to give him that while also having Ozil on the, on the same payroll. So I feel like we might have to get rid of him. The issue is that Ozil wants to stay. So if he's, he says, apparently he wants to like earn his, like live up to his contract. So until 2021, which will be next year, I, I can live with that, but he has to play, right? If he's going to be here, he might as well play. You can't just leave him on the bench. Plus, whenever he has played, he's been somewhat efficient enough to create chances. He's been our, one of our most uh, – he's always been one of our, our most creative players. But even when he plays – the few matches that he plays, you can tell that there's a difference in the level of creativity. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to keep Ceballos. That's another thing as well. Like, I think Madrid wants, like, 30-plus for him, and I don't know if we're ready to play, pay, for, pay that for that. Maybe extend the loan? That's also an option, but I mean, Madrid doesn't seem to be really, uh, all open to that idea. I feel like they just want to sell now and cash in on him now. But hey, it is what it is. Um, we st- like I said, let's not also, let's not get indulged into a false sense of security. Let's fix our issues. Uh, have a good off season. Make a move that we need to do. To do. Uh, reinforce our back four, maybe get another midfield. Thomas Partey, if you're listening, I mean, you're, we're here for you. Uh, if you're listening, Thomas Partey, please. <laughs> please, like, sign for us. Like, we're desperate. But, yeah, man, we need, we still have things to uh, work on. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking upwards. I'm very happy with uh, this, this last weekend. It was a good week for to be an Arsenal fan. We haven't had many of those this week, this season. That's true. But going on, talking about the other side of the coin, Chelsea, like what happened? Well, to be fair, the red card didn't help. I don't. I didn't think the coach was card. That, that didn't. I didn't think it was a red card. To be honest, I thought it was another yellow. I didn't think so either. But uh, that didn't didn't help. Uh, losing Pulisic early. Was definitely a massive blow. He's like their their most creative player by far. He's a. Uh, I know he gets a lot of hate for whatever reason. I mean, the fact that he's probably American. Hate by who? By uh, anybody. Like, I've seen a lot of hate for on Pulisic for whatever reason. I I don't know why. I've seen the opposite, especially on Twitter. I see a lot of people like Pulisic. Especially the Chelsea fans. But enough, maybe not now, but early when he came in, remember he came in for more than Pepe. He came in for 80 mil. Yeah, he hasn't had the, he didn't have an instant impact. He didn't have the instant impact. But I think now he's living up to his price tag for sure. Yes, agreed. I believe that he, yeah, I believe that too. He's lived up to his price tag. Um, he's adapted rather quickly to the prem. Well, not quickly, but he's adapted. He's adapted, he's adapted well to the prem. Um, I mean, his style of play, like the change of the change of pace, the dribbling, kind of the 
the hazard like dribbling, change of pace makes him a Yes. He's going towards he's going towards the defenders. He's running at them with the ball. Yes, he's always trying to create something. He's definitely um how should I say? Like I said last time, like he he's trying to score, he's trying to prove the he's trying to have, rack up the assists or the goals. Yeah, I mean he's trying to make things happen. He and he's trying exactly, he's trying to make things happen. Like he'll take you one on one and he'll probably beat you. He will try to go for the assist, if not try to score. He's always trying to make something happen. He'll make that, um, I guess, unselfish run to make, keep maybe Giroud or uh, even mix him out open. Or he'll make that through ball run himself. But he's definitely uh, lived up to his um, price tags. But exactly, losing him is a massive blow for them. And also, I don't think he'll be able to play against Bayern as well for the Champions League. So that's another big blow as well. So if he can't play, that's your best player. That that's your current best player. You can't. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll massive. It'll be a massive problem for them. Not that I expect them to beat Bayern in the first place, but still, I mean, you want to have your best options there. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean. Also, defensively, they look poor as well. Yeah, Chelsea. I mean, they're so. On and off for me. Like, that's one of the most inconsistent teams I've seen this season. They'll have they'll have games where they look like they can take on, like, the big juggernauts of the league. And then they have games where they're struggling to beat West Ham, you know? Like, and they lose. It's just sometimes the when they're having an off day, it's so easy to pick them apart. And I think Lampard has to do something to get them more consistent um, with that. And it seems like if Pulisic is having an off day, it doesn't seem like it feels like they don't have any uh, other players that can step up to take the mantle over. I mean, William has been fine this season, to be honest. Like honestly, he he's done what he's supposed to do. Um, but he's also leaving at the end of the season. But they do have more players coming in, and uh, I'm sure those players will have a, a great impact. Uh, Ziyech, Werner, maybe Havertz. Um, if they get all those done, the Havertz deal done, because the other ones are already done, um, I'm sure that'll help Pulisic a little bit, give him some more creative players next to him as well, and players that can finish his uh, his passes. Um, but yeah, William, I think uh, I wanted to lean into that because he's linked to Arsenal. And uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, like I said, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um... Do you think it's a good move for you? I think it's a good move. Yeah, it'll definitely help us. Uh, I don't know if you'll if you'll start though. Cause like you guys are kind of becoming like the I don't know. It feels it feels like you're taking you're just taking the ha- like the the leftover scraps of all the other teams. The other teams are making the moves to improve their squad, and you're taking their leftover scraps. That's kind of how it feels. I mean, if they're still valuable for it to an extent, we might as well do it, right? Uh, I I do think that William still has some value. Uh, I think I think he's is he he knows the league very well. He knows what to do in the league. Um, the Premier League play style, he's he knows he knows it, you know. Um, and he has like that veteran leadership kind of role where he he'll make he'll take some of the burden, some of the the stress of needing to make stuff happen. He'll put it on his shoulders. Agreed. Uh, I guess one thing that 
Bullion could well the thing is Bullion also plays the same position as Pepe. So that that's that's a conflict of interest I get I guess. Uh, but if you're getting Bullion on the on a free, I think that's a I think that's a good move for you guys to be honest. If we get him on a free buy on hey, if we get him on a free, take it. Take the deal. Contract's up, right? He's just not renewing? Uh, I believe they're they were talking about renewing it, but it seems like it's not going well. So he might actually might be considering leaving. Yeah, I mean they just they just made the Ziek the Werner move, thinking about getting Havertz. So you kind of see there. He's probably like they're trying to replace me. I guess I want consistent football. Yeah, but notice how we haven't mentioned a single defender for Chelsea. And like every every time we've talked about like them getting. No. And is Rudiger is Rudiger uh, a good option? Because that's a starter right now for them. And I've seen nothing but well recently I've seen Rudiger be in awful form. So he's been he's had good games. He's also had a lot of bad games. He's uh he's on in the, I mean that's the whole back four really. They'll have good games, but as a team, if they're they're all inconsistent, like it shows I think Alonso needs to be replaced as well. I don't see how uh he's he's not the Alonso that he used to be, like a couple of years ago, he was probably the best left back in the league. I think when they won with Mourinho, he was probably the best left back in the league. But since then, he's been very inconsistent to the point where I still th- I think that they, they'll need to replace him as well. Uh, Emerson Palmieri, I don't really rate him. I don't think he's been that great for them. He's, I mean, he's a sub for a reason, but if you want to keep him as a third or second option, if Alonso leaves, might as well. What are your thoughts on Espiriqueta right now? Uh, he's still, he, he has a spot. I just don't. I mean, with Aspili Quetta, you get an, a very, very good defender. You don't get a very, very good attacking fullback, though. You'll get a, someone that'll be able to play on you everywhere in, the, in your back four. But that's about it. Now, uh, do you, does he fit better as a center back than, than a right back? I think he does everything well. So uh, wherever he's, he lines up, I think he's efficient. I think he still has a spot in the team. He still has the things to, to agree. He's the captain for a reason, right? He has that leadership presence as well. So I do feel like he still uh, has a lot to give them. But like I said, like, go, you're, we're talking about them getting goalkeeper, but if we're being honest, like last, the priority should be the, the, your back four before your goalkeeper. Yeah, because right now I think their back four, probably like the, the pieces they can build around. I, th- I think Zuma is probably a player you can start as your one of your center backs. Um, and Reese James, I was gonna say those are the two that you could probably build your next like back four line with, you know. But uh enough with Chelsea. I don't want to talk about them the whole episode. But uh, now we got some uh, Europa League action because we had uh we just had Man U versus uh Lazic yesterday, and oh boy was that a game. Oh do we do we not want to talk about the city new transfers? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. True. I forgot about that. So, city, Nathan Ake, Ferran Torres. I, I, I think those are good moves for them. I mean, um, they have so many defenders already. You kind of feel like they just have, like, let me see. I'm gonna go pull up the squad right now. Let's see. I mean, the 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 Nathan Ake one was logic. They needed a, they needed a center back. Yeah. They have Oramendi, they have Stones, they have Laporte. Uh, there's a chance that one of them might leave. I think Stones is reported to be 
on the way out. I think Stones is probably he hasn't really been great for them at all. I mean, he came from where? He came from Everton, right? I think that's probably a club that kind of his level. But he still has somewhat some value to the the league. I don't know where he'll go, but he'll probably leave if he goes. Um, Ferran Torres kind of surprises me, to be honest. I didn't think he was ready to leave at the, at the time because he was starting at Valencia pretty consistently. Uh, he was one of those two players from Valencia that I locked up a lot, that I, not, that I was uh, looking at. There was him and the, the South Korean kid, uh, Kangin Lee, who I think is pretty interesting as well. I was. I thought that they were gonna stay and for. I mean, he was gonna stay for a couple more years of Valencia and like keep developing. Yeah, but I guess when Guardiola calls you, it's like, yeah, yeah it's hard to turn down the opportunity. So I guess. Yeah, you can't turn down that opportunity. Because that David Silva is also leaving, right? So, I mean, he plays. Uh, Torres plays more on the on the right. Silva's more central place. Yeah, exactly. And Myers, I don't see Myers playing anywhere else. But apparently David Silva might go to Lazio, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I think the move is almost already confirmed. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Nathan, remember Nathan Ake? Nathan Ake, who just signed for City? You know where he comes from? Where? Chelsea. <laughs> I'm sure they could use a defender right now. That's ironic, though. Chelsea... I think Chelsea brought him alone like a couple times. Then they kept him for I think a season or two. Then he, he and then he actually played. Then they sell they sold him to Bournemouth because he wasn't getting enough playing time. And now you just sell him to a rival for and then you for a rival where you could have had him for I guess less and even on the. I mean that's that's been I don't know Chelsea like they have some players that come through but like look on just on Man City they got De Bruyne there they got. Uh... And Ake now? Lukaku. Lukaku. Well, Lukaku, uh, he didn't ever go to Man City. But, like, yeah. Lukaku to Everton. Um, Sancho. Oh, no. Sancho. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> See, that's, like the, that's the City version, though. Sancho, they, they don't let him develop there. He goes to Germany, becomes a world star, and possibly going to a rival now. Hey, make sure you say possibly. Yeah, make sure you say possibly. It's not done yet. I mean, in the last couple of days, the the news has been increasingly encouraging for uh, the move to be done. I think the the player deal is done. They're just dealing with the the Central to United, the dealing with Dortmund right now to see. I think they're gonna, they want to pay in installments, that 120 mil, maybe like 70 off the bat, and then the rest over the next two years, which honestly would be a great deal. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea lost another, I guess, not for Sancho, but Chelsea is losing players. Like Ake, De Bruyne, Salah, Lukaku. At some point, like, yo. Well, Salah was bought there. He wasn't. Yeah, he was bought. He, I mean, he wasn't a team. I'm saying they saw the talent. They were trying to develop him, but it, it didn't work out. They sold him, I think, maybe too early. I think maybe they didn't have the system to, like, put these, give these players the best option, you know? Like to to show their skills, the system wasn't great for them. Mourinho was defensive football, and they had Mourinho for a while, and then uh, like Mourinho sold Salah, um, 
and and De Bruyne, and De Bruyne, and then now they get now Chelsea when they're getting back in form, it's because they're playing more attacking, you know. Yeah. So I guess at the, at the time, the timing just wasn't right. I mean, look at us when when we we uh, when Mourinho was at United, we were a very defensive squad trying to get on the counter attack. We didn't get the best out of our players. Didn't get the best out of Pogba. Pogba's form dipped. He didn't want to play here anymore because the system was really not to his liking. A lot of players didn't uh, fit well in that system. And then look, you switch it with Ole, and I know Ole is not a a tactical mastermind or anything, but just showing that if the game plan is a little bit more attacking, you're getting the best out of Rashford. You're getting the best out of Martial. Pogba's back in form. You add a player like Bruno and everything comes together, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Speaking of, so how you guys do get, I mean, you guys played last yesterday. I mean, it was basically, it was basically a formality because it was already 5-0, I believe. Yeah. We won the first leg 5-0. So, the, like, the lineup was basically a joke. It, I mean, I was talking to some players that were. Don't say a joke. It was, it was subs. Don't put some respect on them, boys. It was all the veteran players that are not getting game time in the Premier League because they're not, like, quality enough to, to start there. So, basically, they get their chance to play some games under the United shirt um, here now. And I saw, some, I saw some people on Twitter. Uh, I was talking with them. They were like, I, I, I don't know why we didn't start Chung. I don't know why we didn't start, like, more youth players. Because we started Timothy Fosumenza. We started, I mean, Scott McTominay. He's kind of been a little bit more of a familiar face, but he's still young. Um, Brandon Williams. So we did have some youth in the squad, but I think at this point it's just, I think it's kind of like a respect thing. Like these are veteran players that have been there and done that. Like, like, yes, they're not at their peak anymore and they're probably not getting the chance to play much at all. So this is where, when they do have the chance, you kind of uh, give it to them um, just to give them some playing time, you know? Did they Chung and they end up playing or no? Yeah, Chong ended up coming up for the last 20 minutes, and they subbed him in as a left-back. Interesting enough. But he played a great game at left-back, and funny enough. Um, but I think Chong really just needs a loan move, to be honest. I don't know why he hasn't gotten one already. Wasn't he trying to leave the Inter? We, we were, like, not sold on renewing his contract or not, because we just renewed his contract, I think, for, like, four or five years which I was very surprised by because he has, he's had chances before in the first team and he hasn't really took them. Um, same thing with uh, Angel Gomez, who's now at, uh, at Lille. Which... Yeah, but he got loans for, for a Portuguese club. Already from Lille? No, there's no way. Yeah, the thing, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was for, it's only for a year, though. Yeah, I think it's Boy Vista or something. I didn't even. I just saw the loan move was a couple of days ago. Uh, no, the not the loan move. The the transfer he signed because he's obviously a free agent. They didn't renew his contract. They did renew Chung's contract, so that's why I was surprised by that because he hasn't really done anything crazy either. Um, like you see players like Greenwood and McTominay that have able to make an impact when they came on, but uh, Chung and Gomez. Honestly, we had a lot of expectations for them too, but it didn't really pan out. But uh, hopefully Chong gets a chance. Like if we get, if we can, like we have him under contract now. If we give him, give him a good loan, maybe in the championship, or um, maybe over, um, I mean overseas from us, <laughs> from Canada. But yeah. Hey, I, I mentioned, I just mentioned Lil. Uh, shout out for them for getting Jonathan David if it gets confirmed. That'll be a big, big move for him. 
Nice move, in my opinion. Yeah, that is a big move. I think they're making they're they're investing in some youth. It seems. Uh, they got a couple of veterans as well, but usually, yeah, they have a. They, remember Burak, Burak Yilmaz from uh, Galatasaray? Yeah, he go. He's there too now. So they definitely improve. Uh, they made some moves. They made some moves. They made some some solid squad moves. Yeah, I'm gonna look them up this season. Well, I mean, I always do, but this season specifically, especially because of David, I'm trying to see what he does against the big teams or just in the league in general. But uh, yeah, an easy win against last for you guys. I mean, it wasn't easy at all. The first half of football was probably the worst half of football I've seen of a Manchester United team play. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw Lingard score. I mean, he scored yesterday, but he scored. The, he scored the last goal of the season for us. But Lingard has been like. Really, uh, not himself lately. And I saw I saw Paul Scholes make comments about him where they said like, "Do you think Lingard is a good enough player to play for Manchester United?" And they were saying like, on his day, like he can definitely contribute, but he hasn't really shown that quality in uh, in a decent amount of time. Um, I heard that he had the problems a bit in their personal life, and that's why he kind of. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I don't know the details about that. But that was what uh, people were saying, what he, he said as well. Like, he hasn't been in the best place and he's been trying to deal with it, but hasn't been going well. Um, but hopefully I wish the best for him. Um, if he stays at the club, um, I'd, be, I'd be surprised because I feel like he wants to play football and he's not going to get a lot of chances to start at all. He'll come on as a sub maybe. But um, I think for him, probably a transfer is the best. Um, if we can get a loan move, I guess, I don't know. But he's like 27, almost 28, I think. Um, if he hasn't made, if he hasn't like got his spot by now after being an academy player, I feel like it's time for him to move on if he wants to play football uh, consistently. Fair enough. I mean, he's entering the prime time of his career. Yeah, I mean, these are the years. Ooh, I'm watching the Wolves Olympiacos game and the Wolves just got a penalty. First half, right? Then you started. Yeah, it's it's one one on aggregate. The game just started zero zero. Raul Jimenez about to step up to the plate. I'm probably going to watch that. I got Wolves on this one. Yeah, I think Wolves take it. And he got it. Yeah, 1-0 Wolves. Um, but yeah, um, I think uh, I think he's probably going to make a move because he also trained his agent to Amina Raiola, so. But I saw news today that apparently uh, Paul Pogba is extremely happy at Manchester United and wants to stay, and his contract renewal will be discussed very shortly. So that's great news for us. Like it's crazy, like how far we've come with Paul Pogba. You think you guys are winning it? I mean, I think we, we can, but I think Ole is not going to play the strongest team. So I don't know if we're going to go all in for it. It seems like we're just going to keep playing like these players that never play, like a Mata, like a Lingard and stuff. Um, if it goes that way. Um, I don't see us winning it because I feel like other teams will take it more seriously. I think like an Inter will go all in. Um, Shakhtar Donetsk. I mean, I don't know, but Wolves are gonna go all in. Uh, they, I saw Shakhtar yesterday in the high. Well, it was just the highlights, but they look nice against the Wolfsburg. Sevilla probably has a great chance to take it again. Like that, Europa, Europa League is Sevilla's playground. All they do is win the Europa League. 
But uh, I think if we have, if we, if Ole decides to actually put a strong squad out there, like now he played, he played our substitutes because we won the first like five zero, you know. Um, also, shout out to Anthony Martial. Man's been probably the most improved player under uh, Ole. Oh, another goal. Um, he just keeps scoring. Good for him. He wants to. He was he, Ole was saying in the press conference afterwards, like Martial was bugging him. Because so, he wanted to come on, and he said, "If you put me on, I'm gonna score a goal." Again, came on, scored a goal. You love to see it, my striker. But uh, we have some uh, Champions League starting in the next couple of days. We're recording this on the sixth. I think we're the sixth, right? On the sixth, Champions League starts in two days. No, on the eighth, I believe. It's tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Tomorrow the seventh. Yes, yeah, on the eighth. Okay. Tomorrow on the, on the oh wait, tomorrow's the seven on the eight yeah you were um that's gonna be interesting oh no tomorrow starts tomorrow tomorrow we got Man City Real Madrid woo woo and then Saturday we get Bayern Chelsea uh I just want to talk well we got I want to talk about the PSG Atalanta one because of the injuries that PSG recently have. Apparently Mbappe, Mbappe's out. I saw, I was watching the, I saw the injury from Mbappe because I was watching the end of the game. Mbappe and Verratti. Mbappe and Verratti. Verratti is recently injured from uh, training, but Mbappe came in, it happened in the game. Uh, looking at the injury, it looked very, very, very bad. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to make it, to be honest with you. I will be very surprised if he plays even the second half, the second leg, if that happens. They say his it, it's a sprained ankle. They they called it a sprained ankle, and they said his expected uh, return date is like mid August. Um, so, which is I mean that would be around the second leg, but yeah, exactly. Well, the second they already played the first leg, right? I don't. They they finished their leg. They finished their leg. Um, so yeah, that's going to be interesting. But uh, do you do you think uh, PSG has a chance? They have it. I think for this one, honestly, before if he, if he had given me that one that matchup early in the season, I would have said PSG probably has it. But now, because they're playing, they're playing Atalanta on the twelfth, so that's the they haven't played any games in that in that. Uh, so he can probably make it for that second game, or maybe if they beat Atalanta, maybe they don't they don't risk him for Atalanta if they win the first leg by enough. And then uh, you can't take any chance. You have to play him. I think if you if he's if he manages to be like fit and ready, play him because Atalanta won't take any like they won't give you any chances, right? Atalanta is a team that scored ninety plus goals this season. That's crazy. Almost a hundred goals. They scored ninety nine. I think no. They almost. I think they're. They're. I think they're. They probably might reach hundred. Hundred if they keep scoring this around the in this matchup, but. Uh, they're they're a team that doesn't like they're not the best team defensively, but they're somehow they somehow manage yeah they will punish you any mistake will be punished and they somehow manage to score at least three goals. But they will punish you if you make mistakes. It's, you should expect when you whenever you play Atalanta you should expect them to score against you basically. Even for a team like PSG who's kind of solid defensively, like they'll they'll score like Atalanta will score, but. I still think like PSG has a better quality in the end, even though they'll miss two of their most important players. 
I think the experience of Di Maria and Neymar in those type of competitions or in this time in this time of the Champions League will definitely help. Obviously, winning Champions League in the past uh, is something that Atlanta hasn't done, so they don't have the experience that uh, some of the PSG players have. That'll definitely play against them. But uh, right now, I mean, I'm leaning towards PSG, but like I said, Atalanta might be a dark horse to win it all. If they manage to be... I think Atalanta beats PSG, especially if the if the if Mbappe and Verratti don't come back. I think Atalanta takes it. I was convinced just now. If if Mbappe and Verratti somehow can't come back for both games, there's no way. I don't think PSG wins it. It's gonna take a very very good Neymar for them to go through if Mbappe and Verratti can't happen. Um, just to finish off uh, the episode for this week, all the we have uh, four games on the one side of the bracket where the first leg has already been played. So let's just go through them really quick and uh, give me your thoughts. So uh, Man City taking on Real Madrid, and Man City's got that two-one, two-one uh, lead on aggregate, and uh, Ramos has the red card. Right. Yes, the red card is actually pretty important. I forgot. About that. I I think like this is obviously if you look at that, it's obviously Man City's game to lose. Um, I think they take it. I don't think Madrid comes. I mean, with Madrid, you never know. Honestly, like, especially in the Champions League. Madrid finished the season well, though. But no Ramos and losing 2-1 on aggregate. City also finished the season pretty strong. Um, like, City will score goals. That's the thing. Having no Ramos definitely hurts because now it's like having Varane against the, the whole front three. I don't know who's going to be... Probably Militao with him, and Militao is not Ramos, so it's all, it'll definitely hurt. I agree with you that City should win it, but like you said, it's also City's to lose. So if City doesn't win it, they'll have to blame themselves because having losing Ramos is a massive, I guess it's a massive advantage from a City standpoint because they don't want to face him, but... Already having that goal lead on aggregate as well. Yes, already having that goal lead is, is uh, definitely an, an extra as well. So I'm expecting City to win it. Next game, we have uh, Lyon and uh, Juventus with Lyon winning 1-0 on aggregate. Lyon barely played any games since that last game. I think they... Do you think that's a good thing? Like they're refreshed or do you think it's a bad thing because they they're not in form? I think it's a bad thing because Juventus played way more games than them and they're more fresh. They, I think, not only are they more fresh, they already, they've already rested. So they finished the season, rested, and are still training, right? Lyon played, I think, two or three games. They played recently against PSG for a cup final, uh, which they lost. And also, well, let's also not remember, remember that Lyon, because of that loss, actually, Lyon doesn't play any Champions League or any European competition next season. So they might play with the energy of, the, of desperation to try to win it. That could play, that could play a part. But I still see... They are winning 1-0, so anything is possible. I do feel like Juve has too much quality, though. They do. Um, you expect Ronaldo to show up and carry the team to victory. Yeah, Dybala's been informed, too. Ronaldo, Dybala, the whole, the whole squad. Even Rabio even is playing well now, which is wasn't expected earlier. But Rabio might be a, a key player for that, for that team. Um, next, we have Napoli-Barca. 1-1 on aggregate after the first leg. So this is really anyone's game. If we get a good Barca team, they'll obviously take it. But Barca haven't been uh, consistent or shown much quality um, at all lately, to be honest. Barca has finished the season really bad. They were losing. Yeah, exactly. So 
Um, 1-1. Messi even said himself, like, if they play, have a different playing. He doesn't see himself beating Napoli. Um, and Messi to say that, to speak out in the first place, kind of shows the situation that's happening there right now. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Who do you think takes it? Mm. I honestly, I'm leaning towards Napoli to to win it, honestly. Yeah. I'm honestly leaning towards La- Napoli. Like, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Barca advocate for, they just have so much quality. It's so hard for me to not pick them whenever I can. But you have to go with the recent form and what's been happening. And it looks like uh, Napoli, if they put up a good fight, they should be able to take it. Um, the last game, though, we have Chelsea-Bayern with Bayern leading 3-0 on aggregate and Chelsea not having Pulisic. So I don't even think that's going to be a close game, to be honest. Yeah, like losing Pulisic is a massive blow for you. But even just being down 3-0 against a team that's such quality as Bayern. Like, takes away all your hope, kind of. And Werner can't play because Leipzig's still in it. I mean, yeah, losing down 3-0 wasn't going to help you at all. But even losing Pulisic is just doesn't, it's just not a blow. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't see how Chelsea I think Bayern scores more goals again. Yeah, and like, yeah, so I don't see how um, I don't see how Chelsea somehow gets to gets to win it. I I see Bayern all the way. Um, I wonder. Do you think Bayern will put their strongest team out there? Yes, yes. I I don't think they'll take it easy at all. I don't think they'll take. It. They won't even take it. Yes, no. I think Lewandowski starts. I think Nabry starts. Maybe Coman, Davies, the your best back four basically. You have Kimmich, Reska. Because because you also have to look into the fact that like there's gonna be a lot of Champions League games played like very in a small window. So you if you want to if you want to rest up, you want to be able to rest up. You don't want to risk any injuries. You don't want to you know if you have the game settled. Depending on how the game goes, I think depending on if they can manage to get two goals in the first half. Then you'll start to see some subs. Yeah, I think I think we could probably see some. Maybe he starts most of his strong squad, and then maybe at halftime or like maybe around the 60th minute, subs the important guys out. Like Lewandowski gets subbed out, or yeah, I mean, if there's depending on how the game goes, if there's only like 20 minutes then and you're still at three zero, you probably will have to you'll you'll probably do the subs then. If you're winning, you'll probably do the subs even earlier. But if you're losing, you'll keep your players out there. Yeah, I know, but I don't think they're going to be losing. And uh, that wraps it up. I mean, after that, we get the the Leipzig Atletico Madrid matchup. Like that hasn't started at all yet. And At- Atalanta PSG. Um, I think I'm liking Atalanta for that one. I'm also liking Atletico Madrid for that one. Um, but we'll see. I think it's going to be a a fun Champions League month, to be honest. I mean, a full amount of Champions League is something we don't, we haven't, we've never seen before. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. I mean, we're so we're so used to having to wait weeks on end for matchups to be to be played. So having them all like almost back to back basically is going to be interesting. It feels like a back to back. Feels like a back to. Yeah, it feels like a back to back. I feel like every every other day there's going to be a Champions League game and Europa League too. So we're gonna have a lot of football to watch this this uh this week and this month. But uh, I think that wraps it up for this episode. 
Kenga, you know what to do. Archie Soccer Pod on Facebook. Archie Soccer Pod on no wait. What am I saying? Archie Soccer Pod on Twitter. Archie Soccer Pod on Instagram. But real time soccer on Facebook. And there you have it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you're still here, congratulations. We love you. Signing out. Signing out. Until next week, we'll have some more Champions League games to talk about. This, this, we're going to have some good episodes this coming month. We're going to have a lot of Champions League to talk about, and I'm excited. So we'll see you guys all next week. Thanks for listening. Peace.